As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. Disney Assembled is sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon. Thank you guys so much for being supporters over on Patreon. Yes, thank you, Patreon supporters. If you would like to help us out a little bit and join the Patreon family, we would appreciate that. It's only $2 a month. You go to patreon.com, do a search for Disney Assembled, or you can go to our website, disneyassembled.com. Click on the Become a Patron button there. At any level, you get access to all the exclusive patron-only content. However, if you are looking to add additional Disney magic to your life, check out Magic and a Mouse Radio. Magic and a Mouse Radio is the best internet radio station for all your favorite Disney music. 24-7, 365 Magic and a Mouse Radio. Check it out. You can go to it through a link on our website or just do magicandamouseradio.com. And uh, yeah, our show plays there every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the Magic of the Mouse radio family, I am so proud to be a part of Magic of the Mouse news family. Magicofthemousenews.com is articles for anything and everything Disney-related Disney that you might want to read, so make sure to go check it out. I do actually, after a very long hiatus of college applications, have a Magic of the Mouse article sitting in my Google Docs as a first draft that I'll be going over tomorrow. I can't wait to read it. Yeah, I'm very excited. Good stuff. Good stuff. I always Heck love yeah. your I love your reading. Your writing. Thank I you. I love reading your writing. Speaking of my writing, it's very good. my senior show is next Thursday, February 8th. So let's just sort of address the elephant in the room. This episode Dumbo's is in the room? Yes. This episode is late. It's Tuesday, January 30th. And here's the thing. Better late than never though. We've been doing this for coming up on four years that is correct it's we can i think we can be vulnerable with these people a, a little point. bit yeah a little bit 206 or so episodes in yeah maybe. i had a very bad weekend to the point where there was no time or energy left for us to record and then i work at my job on mondays right so i'm sorry the episode is late it's my bad However, we're here now, and right. for almost four years of not putting an episode out late, I think this is okay. But you know what? We we didn't skip a week. No. And so the key is get it out. I think people are very forgiving of it being late, but I think if you start missing weeks and people forget about you, then that's where you get into trouble. Right. So I, better late than never. You know, it's good. It, it, you're okay. You know, it's okay to have a bad weekend. It's okay that it doesn't quite uh work out and but we're getting it out tonight and we're well hopefully we'll get it out tonight hopefully and, yes. and people can start listening to it on uh on wednesday so let's let's 
share with the people what they're in store for today. We have main topic of the week. I'm sure. Do you want to introduce the main topic of for the week? Sure. Of course, we'll have our Disney dad joke of the week here in just a little bit. And of course, at the end of the show, we will go over last week's Disney trivia question. Give the answer. We did have a listener write to us and got the answer correct. We'll make sure we honor them. And then we'll do the new Disney trivia question week at the end of the show. Awesome. Does that sound good? Yes. All right. We have a main topic. It's a good main topic. It's one we thought of while we were on our recent trip. Yeah. And throughout, you know, throughout yeah. the trip, we compiled kind of a long list of things your kids can learn while being on vacation at Walt Disney World, at the Disney parks. And we're just going to kind of list them off. It's It's things from, you know, all over the place. There's things that came from annoyance towards children. There's things that came from... Wow, what a sweet moment towards children, you know, <laughs> all, all the different stages of how one could feel about a child just, yeah. at Disney World are presented right. in this list. I would I would describe it this way, because that's I, I, here's how I see it. Disney trip to a park, it's a vacation. It's fun. And you have opportunities for your children to learn a lot. You can learn a lot from Disney World. You probably didn't even know how much your children can learn by visiting a Disney park. And I'm not just talking about going to the Hall of Presidents and learning about presidents or going through Spaceship Earth and learning about the history of communication. But these are sort of life lessons, right? The life lessons your children can learn on a trip to Walt Disney World. We have a lot. We're not going to get through all of them in this episode. I mean, I have like over 20 things that I listed. Yeah, there so was we're gonna a lot. Do, we're going to do part one this week. We'll probably hit up part two Probably next part two week. next week. And keep going. As a matter of fact, I was really excited because your mother, my wife, suggested that we compile a list of these things. This is really exciting for me because I know you and I have kicked around the idea of you know, doing a couple of things. Like one, well, I don't know, should we reveal? All right. One of these, I think this would make a good book. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. I think this is a possibility of being a, a nice or at least a, a series of videos like on our YouTube channel, mm -hmm. which we have to do. But yeah, these are life lessons your children can learn during a trip to Walt Disney World. Yeah. The first, what, five, ten of them? We'll, ten. Through, we'll do the first, like, Try to ten. get their first ten, depending on time. And, uh, yeah, we think you guys will enjoy that very much. We also have a Disney Dad Joke of the Week, and like I said, we'll do our Disney Trivia Question of the Week at the end of this episode. Heck, right. yeah. Let's just jump into it. Are you ready it. to jump into it? Yeah, we're already late. People don't want to hear us babble. Yeah, they don't want to hear us babble, because babbling was just, it just prolongs the show unnecessarily, because people just go on and on and on and on and on, and then there's like, oh, hey, get to the point, why don't we... Yep. Okay, I'm babbling. Yeah, right. you are. Did it on purpose. All right. Let's get on with the show. It's time for this week's Disney Dad Joke. Are you ready for it? It's a good yes. one. It's a Papa original. It's a Papa original. So I'm setting the stage. You ready? Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Disney fans everywhere, it is time for this week's Disney Dad Joke of Week. Oh, boy. Mimi. Yes. I, I learned something the other day new. I always learn something new about Disney. And I learned this the other day that apparently a bug's life was an extraordinarily popular film during its time. It, it was so popular that at a certain point, Disney actually built uh, a Bugs Life themed apartment complex for their uh, college program cast members. Really? Yeah. The problem is it was only big enough for tenants. <laughs> Okay. Get it? Yes. It was only big enough for tenants. Ten ants. Tenants. Yes. That is this That's week's a Disney Dad one. Joke of the Week. I apologize. If you have a dad joke of the Disney variety that you would like us to consider using on the show, 
please send us an email, disneysimple at gmail.com or a message on our socials. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. All, all at Disney Assembled. All at Disney Assembled. Let's jump into the trivia question of the week. I think should we should reveal the Do you want to do the trivia question now or at the end of the show? We'll do let's do it now. You we really can, want to do it now? You want can, to move it up in the process? We can remind people of it at the end. Okay. They can think about it while we listen. Okay. Right, so the last week's last week's last week's question was what is the name of the university that Tadashi and his friends attend in Big Hero Six? Right. And we did have a listener write to us. Did we? And it was Andrew. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Andrew. I'm sure you didn't look it up on Google. You obeyed the rules. So congratulations. Andrew wrote S-F-I-T. What on earth could that stand for? Would it possibly stand for the San, San Francisco Institute, Institute of, of Technology? Technology? If it is, then he got it right. Because Heck it is yeah. the San Francisco Institute of Technology is the name of the university he went to. So Andrew, congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, this is your uh, award. For getting the trivia question right. Your we, bragging we, rights. We get bragging rights. All right. This week's question. We have a new question this week. This we one do. might be a little easier, even for the more casual Disney fan, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Right. Okay. You can also eat at this restaurant in the Magic Kingdom. Okay. The question goes, who is the proprietor of the restaurant that Lady and the Tramp visit in Lady and the Tramp? All right. If you know the answer to this week's Disney trivia question... I don't know why I pause between trivia and question, but if you know the answer to this week's Disney trivia question, you know what to do. Email or send us a message on the socials. Yep. And we'll be happy to uh, announce uh, who got it right this week. Sounds good. All right, All right. let's jump in. We have a list. To the main topic. Life lessons that your kids can learn from visiting Walt Disney World. I mean, you can learn a lot of things at Walt Disney World, but here are the life lessons. These are important things that are going to get you ahead in the world. If you go to Walt Disney World with your kids, mm-hmm. teach the kids, teach the young, get, okay. the, get the next generation ready to go. I kind of want right. to do, I want to read the first one. You want to do the first one? Yeah, right. because I have some, some things to say about this one. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to set the phone up so we can both see it. Okay. I don't right. think you need to plug it in. Yeah. yeah I think it's good. Okay. Right. The go. first one is people come in all shapes and sizes. Okay. So this is a big one that kids, I think, need to learn regardless of where they learn it. Um, because there were a lot of kids pointing and staring and asking a lot of questions about wheelchairs or scooters or, you know, people with other disabilities, people with canes, people with service dogs. And I think that kids can learn at a, in a space that is as, you know, enormous and crowded as Disney World truly all the different, you know, ranges of people. There are people from, you know, out of this country. There are people from, you know, right next door. Like literally people from everywhere come to Walt Disney World and they can definitely get a decent taste of the diversity of the world at Disney World. Yeah, I think the reason I wrote that one down was because in our everyday lives, we get into routines, right? And part of our routine is to go to the same places over and over again. You go to school, I go to work. You know, when we go out to eat, we go to the same basic few restaurants, we go to the same grocery store. And so we kind of get this view of the world mm-hmm. that is based on the little circles that we tend to run in right. on a daily basis. When you go to Disney World, it is such a melting pot. Because it is the number one vacation destination on the planet, right? right? And so you're going to get a, 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 you're going to experience 
a crowd of people that is probably quite potentially very much more diverse than your everyday life experiences, right? Right. You're going to see a bunch of other people. So I think being able to expose your children to the fact that the world is filled with people of different abilities, different shapes, different sizes. Um, and, and, and there's some other things in here and on our list that would kind of speak to other pieces of diversity that I think it's just good for them to learn. That, right. Right. And without it, look, without judgment, without sort of uh, passing, uh, you know, commentary on people, mm-hmm. I think it is good. So you can expose your children to the fact that, you know, not everybody looks the way you do. Not everybody walks the way you do. Not everybody moves or thinks the way you do. Right. Uh, and that's okay. And I think the, the second part of that kind of feeds into some of the other things on our list. But I think that one was important. That was the very first one I wrote down is that as I was walking through Walt Disney World, one of the things that I think is potentially a great life lesson for children. And that is the diversity people come in all shapes and sizes. Right. All right. The second sort of life lesson for Disney world is this unrelated to the first one, but it is that you get to learn about personal space and awareness of others. All right. It gets crowded mm-hmm. at Walt Disney world. You're in queues. You're in walking, maybe in fantasy land. There's lots of strollers. I think the concept. Or if you're on a bus. Or if you're on a bus, right? Or, yeah. or if it's packed monorail into a monorail, or whatever. Right. The concept of personal space and awareness of others. I think the awareness of others is a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that you're not the only person in the world. You know, when you walk through a doorway, if you're holding a door, you know, look back, see if there's somebody else coming behind you. So it's just sort of awareness of the fact that you're not the only person on the planet, right? And everyone has a right to their own personal space, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's like, tell your kids, you know, just, I guess it's more of an awareness thing, Aware, right. awareness of people's personal space and, and the fact that there are other people around you and there right. should be consideration of them. It's things like not laying down on the monorail, like seats, when the park is closed, I understand your kid is tired and need, probably needs to sleep, but there are also like a hundred people in that car that also want to sit down. Right. And so just things like that. Also things like I was walking down main street and this little girl, little, little girl, like probably six stopped and did like a princess twirl in front of me. And I was like, this is cute and this is sweet, but also we are in the most crowded part of this entire park you cannot be stopping like that. Right. And like, obviously like kids don't understand and they can start to conceptualize it at Disney world, I think. But I think this one goes mostly for like older kids, like, um, like on the 10, 11, 12, like age range, because like at that point you should be holding doors for people who, for anybody period, but let alone people who have like scooters or wheelchairs behind you or knowing not to stop in the middle of the walkway or, you know, things like that. Right. Right. Um, versus like a a six year old who is starting to kind of understand spatial awareness. Right. right? The next one on the list is kind of related to this one. And what I wrote, and again, I wrote these while we were on the trip. Right. Right. I wrote the word consideration and I think it's slightly different than awareness in the sense that being considerate of others is if you spot someone that needs a like 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 for example there was somebody who uh, was getting on the monorail and they were obviously struggling you know helping them 
you know, get the stroller in for them, right? If they need a helping hand or, you know, consider consideration of the fact that, you know, that parent is having a hard time with their child and, you know, you know, it, 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 it's okay to not, you know, pass judgment on them. Right. Cause you don't know what's really going on. So I think just basic consideration of others, you know, not, you know, running to the front of the line or, or, you know, sort of being, um, uh, rude, right. I guess is the opposite and not necessarily because we have something else in there about being rude later, but I think just basic consideration of the fact that there are other people there and they deserve to have a good time as much as you. Yeah. Do. There was a mom at Andy's and, um, she had like a baby in one hand and then she was like holding the hand of her toddler in the other and was also pushing a stroller and like had the tray of her food like balanced in the stroller. And I was kind of like, do you need some help? Like, do you want me to take like the food or the stroller? Like, do you, do you need some help? And she was like, please. And like her, her little kid was like, thanks for helping. And I was like, I hope you took note of what I did. And can apply it to your actual life, right? Like, I'm not saying, like, to me, with consideration, the worst thing they can say is no. And then it's always worth it to ask if you see a mom with eight children and two trays of food and, you know, a purse and a diaper bag and a stroller. Like, I mean, ask, you know, like, obviously, like, there's different degrees of, like, comfortability with strangers pushing your stuff or holding your food or being on your children. Whatever. I understand that. But it's, I think it's always good to ask. Also... In that, sorry, I something just came to me. Um, whenever we were at a quick service, particularly me and my mom, we always shared the table. Like there were only like, there was one time that there were four of us sitting at the table, but even then, like we could squish onto two benches and then another family of four with younger kids than us could sit down, right? Like that, that is consideration to me because it's just being aware that, you know, we're not the only people here. We don't need to take up this whole table. We don't need our own bench. You know, like we can squish for a 25 minute burger while another family has some time to rest with their kids that are much younger than us. So things like that. Yeah, I think cast members go out of their way to try to make sure you have a wonderful day. And I think if you have an opportunity at Disney World to help somebody have a good day, you should you know, consider that. Right. Have the consideration. You know, it's almost like when you're visiting. Pretend like you're a cast member. You know, if you see someone that needs something or something to a certain degree, right, you can't like give them stuff. But, you know. Be nice right. To right. The next one on the list is a big one. Yeah, this one's this one's kind of a, a big one for me. Patience. So if you hear me complain about little kids on this podcast, it is nine times out of ten probably about a child that was very low with patience. And I I I do work with children through babysitting and through camp. And I do understand that kids have very thin levels of patience, but it's definitely a good place to teach your kids how to be like, I I don't think you can teach patience. I think it's something that just has to come with maturity. And as they grow up, they get a little bit more patient and understand a little bit more about why they can't immediately get the things that they want. However, I think Disney in particular is a good place to teach your children how to still re- remain respectful and kind, even though we're frustrated with something, right? Like we can be frustrated that we've been sitting in this line for too long or that it's too hot waiting for the parade, but that doesn't mean that we can be 
you know, disruptive to the people next to us or disruptive or rude to me or kicking and screaming or whatever. Right. And like some of that definitely has something to do with like, you know, little kids, right? Like little kids kick and scream. That's what they do. That's how they communicate. But, um, you know, as they get a little bit older, six, seven, eight, we can still be kind and be frustrated. Yeah. I think there's so much going on at Disney world. There's a lot of stimulation and it is also a place where you can learn delayed gratification. You have to wait in the queue. Even if you have the lightning lane, you still have to wait a little while. I think it's okay to teach your children that sometimes you just got to wait. You got to wait your turn, right. right? It's not always your turn. Wait your turn, wait till you're called, wait till it's your opportunity and then enjoy yourself. And I think, you know, we're used today. We're used to having everything immediately. Right. I think it's, it's a very good lesson to understand that even though everything is available to you, you still may have to wait your turn and that's okay. It's part of the process. It's part of being part of the collective at Disney world that we have to pack our patients and bring this into the park. I've said this for all of them, but I think I'm just going to say it as a blanket statement going forward. These obviously don't all apply hard and fast to every single age. Like you can't teach patience to a three-year-old period. Like it's, it's just not possible. Believe me, I've tried. I'm like blanket statement. Like, these right, apply. Right. It but, applies where it's applicable. Right. right. Apply. Take what re, take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Right. Like don't don't come in our comments. Don't send us an email saying why are you why are you saying we got to teach our three year olds about personal space? They don't. They barely understand. Well, people can disagree. They have a right to disagree. But I'm just saying these are the things we spotted at Disney World that we think would be good ways to teach your kid life right. lessons. But I'm also not saying your three-year-old has to understand personal space. I'm saying the Disney world is a good- If I'm there, <laughs> you better learn your personal space, buster. I think it's important to understand, to right. like, anyway. Right. So the next one is kind of, you know, more generic. And I think it, you manners. know- right. Manners. Yeah, manners. So what I, I meant think, by this was, you know, saying thank you. Yeah, for sure. Saying please- you know, just common, I don't want to say courtesies, but good, just good, solid manners. Like when people are talking to you, you know, you you look at them, you engage with them. And I think it's good. You can learn this at Disney World because the cast members are typically use very good manners. Even the security guards, for the most part, very well mannered. They know that it's an inconvenience to have to get your bag searched, but they do it with with, you know, with a degree of pleasantness. That's important because it's frustrating for you as a guest. but. I think teaching your children just basic manners, just basic stuff, you know, like, uh, like I said, even if it's as simple as, you know, please and thank you and you're welcome. I think those go a really long way. The other manners, you know, there could be some, if the child is old enough, then their table manners, if that matters to you or, um, you know, how loud you are in line. Like if I'm in line and, and you're deciding to play your, uh, let's say you have your your phone. Your kids watching no, a video no, on the no. phone. This is and my time to shine. And they're with blaring this one. the the phone audio. No one else wants to hear your movie or this your video game. This is right? my time to shine with this one. My number one pet peeve is the iPad kid that doesn't have the headphones. Like we were sitting in line for Indiana Jones, and this kid at full volume was watching TikTok at like eight a.m. And I was like, first of all, you're like five and you're on TikTok at Disney World. Seriously, like look up from your phone, have fun. Second of all, nobody wants to hear that. It's not 
This is not just you. It goes back to personal space and awareness of others. You are not the only one in this line. Please turn off your phone before I kick it out of your hand and throw it into the Jungle Cruise. I'm going to lose my mind. Right. So manners. Manners. It's a life lesson. Have them. And you can learn them in Disney World. And I, There are plenty of opportunities to practice your manners at Disney World. I am shocked. I work in a restaurant. I'm shocked by the amount of adults that just like don't say thank you when I I'm not shocked. work for them. I'm not shocked at all. I mean, like I am and I'm not, right? But it's like just, wow, thanks right. for carrying my gigantic bowl of soup that I'm going to take three bites of and then leave for you to throw away into the in the back and nobody will eat and da, 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 not even a thank you. Anyways. No, it is what it is. The next one, I don't really understand. But right, I so the next one up. I put on the list, I wrote universal values. And I think by this, what I meant was there are things that no matter what your background is, no matter who you're there with, no matter where you come from, there are some universally um, appreciated things or universally experienced things when you're at Disney World. And one of them is that everyone likes having fun. Right. It's a universal value. You're at Disney World. You're watching people engage. You're watching people having a good time. And what you realize is, guess what? One of the things that connects all of us as human beings, we all like to have fun. We all like to enjoy life. And that's a universal. We, we, we forget that sometimes, right? We forget that when we're in the hustle and bustle of our day, we lose sight of the fact that there are some things about all of us that are the same. And I think when you're at Disney World, there's an opportunity to be reminded of this life lesson. Like people want to maximize their enjoyment of life and they want to minimize their pain. And there's plenty of examples of that, right? People buy the Genie Plus and the Lightning Lanes because they want to minimize the pain of waiting in line, right? And, also, and so we all exhibit these universal qualities. It's really what I should have said is maybe universal qualities, but I put universal values. Um, because I think, again, there's when you are there, you can identify with almost everyone there in one way or another. And also, everybody farts. We don't need to comment on it in the queue line. Why did you make that face? <laughs> that just that is, <laughs> That's not really where I was going with this, right? But I, I'm just saying that to the guy that was letting it rip in the Guardians line. Jeez. Oh, <sighs> <sighs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> there are other things we want to talk about besides the universal values and universally appreciated things. The next one, I do understand. Having goals. This is a great one to learn. This is such Walt a good Disney one. To, you got to yes, have goals. Especially because I think at a young age, at any age, there's a lot to do at Walt Disney World. But the older you get, some things kind of you can take or leave, right? Like we can take or leave most stage shows. We can obviously can take or leave we can obviously leave the Bibbidi Bobby Boutique, you know, like as, as we get older, we can like start to prioritize what we like versus what we can miss out on. But when you're little, you know, you kind of want to take in everything. And, and, you know, especially if you're an adult with a little, you want to do as much as you can. And so making a goal about what you want to accomplish in each day and what you want to get out of each day is the best way, I think, to enjoy Walt Disney World. It's, it's this sort of planned, un, it's like a 
unstruck. No, you have to have a plan. It's like an unstructured plan, basically. Like you don't have to have a schedule broken broken down minute by minute. Or if you thrive on schedules, you can have one. You can, but you don't have to. And I'm not saying that you have to have a schedule, you know, for every single minute. But having a goal, having an overall like you know story arc of what your day looks like, is a really good way, I think, to keep kids engaged because you've got like you know you can say well. We're about to go do this or we're going to go do this. Right. And it just sort of keeps kids. Kids love structure. Kids love schedule. So when you have a plan, you have a goal, you can teach that to your kids and keep them engaged and not have them, you know, freak out. Absolutely. Absolutely. So whatever your goal is for Walt Disney World and your kids can have goals, your kids may have a goal. They want to ride the railroad boom, around the park three times. OK, great. Let's do it. Set a goal. Or if your kid wants to try something new, right? Like I want to get my first roller coaster. Boom. There you go. That's something to celebrate, something to accomplish. Right. No goal is too small. Absolutely. And so good life lesson there. Have goals. Stick to your goals. Go for it. See what happens. The next one on the list I wrote is taking care of oneself. Now, I think this one's really, really important because we, especially if you're there with family, there's this desire to make sure that everybody is being able to do what they want to do, that everybody's having a good time. But if you find yourself in a situation where you feel like all you're doing is making sure everyone else is getting what they need and you forget to take care of yourself, you're going to feel like you lost out on the vacation. And it's kind of like, you got to take care of yourself. Like if it means you have to take a minute to go walk off by your own, take a breather, do some vibe chasing instead of some ride crushing, Go get a snack. You know, if you need to take care of yourself, take care of yourself. And I think part of the time at Walt Disney World, we get caught up in everything we're supposed to do or want to do that we forget that sometimes you just need to slow down, take stock. And if you need like a mental health break, you know, to go sit quietly and do some vibe catching, you know, if you need to take, take the little thing over to Tom Sawyer's Island, find yourself a quiet place, take care of yourself. Or just like understanding that. Disney is really, really fun, but it's also stressful and that it can be extremely overstimulating and just knowing when to take a step back and drink some water and sit down. It's super important. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have two two left, two left on our list for this week. And the next one on the list is details matter. Now we learned this one. With my brother. Well, I'm going to tell you how, why I put this on the list and you may have your own opinions. Here's why I put details matter on the list. The amount of detail, the minute detail that goes in to Walt Disney World does such a fantastic job of immersing you in the story that some things you don't even notice, but you would if it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So for example, you know, when we were eating at Liberty Tree Tavern mm-hmm. and we were sitting in the Betsy Ross room yeah. area, you know, you're there, you're eating. You're probably not paying a whole lot of attention to what's going on around you. But if you looked on the walls, if you knew that Betsy Ross sewed the flag, mm-hmm. it would make sense why there are sewing equipment on a mantle above the fireplace there where there's... Um, like fabric, uh, fabrics scraps and, and scraps. Yeah. And so it looks like Betsy Ross may have actually sat there and practiced and sewn the flag. But if you didn't, that, that's a level of detail that didn't have to go in 
and it goes in, right? So everywhere you look, like even, and I think I put this thing on Instagram, you know, the, the meme with the yeah, Taylor Swift meme, right? There's no bathrooms in Liberty Square because there were no bathrooms during that time period of American history. Now, there are bathrooms in the restaurants, but where they're located in the restaurant, because of where they're located sort of geographically, it actually hangs over into an area that's not part of Liberty Square. It's a detailed Imagineers. So we talk about the minute little wonderful things that Imagineers have done to immerse you into the Disney storytelling. It is all about the details. It is all about the details. For sure. And it matters because without them, you're just at any other theme park or any other amusement park. Details make a huge difference. They definitely do. I don't, the only, what I had was a little bit more, um, it was like, I think a little bit more mature. It's the, what time is our lightning lane at, son? Oh, it's at two o'clock. And then we show up and the lightning lane is actually for 2.15. Not the same thing. And now we have to sit outside Guardians of the Galaxy for 15 minutes. What's another lesson that maybe he didn't <laughs> learn when we were at Disney World before? Maybe details we should have taught him. Matter. The details matter. Just because it a, says two doesn't mean it's at two o'clock. You and it is a great numbers. life lesson. Great life lesson for your children to begin learning at Walt Disney World is that yeah. pay attention to the details. Let's do, yeah. Let's do a quick recap before we do the last time. Right, the tenth one. All right. all right. Number one, we came in with people come in all shapes of sizes. Number two, we learned about the personal space and awareness of others. Number three, we learned about consideration. Number four, we learned about patience. Number five, we learned about manners. Six, universal values. Seven, having goals. Eight, taking care of oneself. Nine, details matter. And now 10, sleep and nutrition. It is so important to get rest and to know your limits with Disney World. We talked about um, taking care of your mental health when you with taking care of oneself, but taking care of your physical health too. Maybe choosing to get a side of fruit instead of a side of tater tots. Maybe deciding to get a salad. Maybe getting a water instead of a soda. You know, knowing when your body is just too tired to stay up and watch the fireworks that night. These things are super important to teach to children so that they are not, you know, in high school staying up till 3 a.m. and not being able to get up and drive themselves to school the next day. I've never done that, but my brother definitely has. And, um, but I've, I even, I'm, you know, I've overslept, I've stayed up too late. Right. And it happens, but and it can definitely be hard with kids to drag them away from Walt Disney world. But, you know, it's, it's good to start s- setting boundaries early so that it isn't as hard to set boundaries when they're older. The need to get enough rest so that your body is able to make it through a day at Walt Disney world is important. And to proper, to have proper nutrition, keep yourself hydrated, keep yourself energized throughout the day. It, listen, I know it's theme park food. And so we would say, you was really all good. I'm not talking about healthy. There are healthy options. There are more nutritious options you can pick. But the fact of the matter is you can learn a lot about the value of sleep and how it affects your mood and how it affects your ability to do things, as well as the value of proper nutrition to help fuel the body. Because the value of water, if nothing bro. else. Walt Disney World is going to stretch your energy levels because you're putting in 25,000 steps a day. That's, that's a, lot. a lot of steps. Oh, right? yeah. So there it is. Sleep and nutrition. That's our 10th one. We have many, many more, but I think we're going to have to. I think, it's a good to idea to, for part two. I think it's a good idea to stop here for this episode. We'll do a part two on the things, life lessons that children can learn on their visit. 
Walt Disney World at a later date. Irene, before we get into our regular uh, goodbye, do you want to go back and remind people of our Disney uh, trivia question of the week? Oh, yes. I definitely can. Okay, so this week's Disney trivia question of the week is... Who is the proprietor in the of the restaurant that Lady and the Tramp visit in Lady and the Tramp? Yeah, if so you have that if answer. You got that answer or have any comments on this week's episode, feel free to send us an email, disneyassembled at gmail.com, or send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all at Disney Assembled. But if you guys want to support the show further, link to our Patreon, buy us a Dole Whip, all the other fun stuff is on our website disneyassembled.com make sure to go check it out yeah check it out we have a shop over on Public. do the disney assembled shop thing and we have a youtube channel we we actually gained a few followers on youtube in the last week i think we got three additional Boom. followers thank you guys or subscribers i should say thank you guys so much for subscribing if you haven't done that yet go to youtube disney assembled there hit the subscribe button uh, we put some uh, shorts out there. i like putting the shorts on there because we don't we, we've struggled to find time to record like real video but shorts are easier to do and have yeah. fun with them. So yeah, Heck check yeah. out our YouTube channel. Lots of shorts there and lots of other stuff on our YouTube channel. All right. High five. High five. Good job. Epi- epic episode. I didn't epic. know if I wanted to say epic or awesome, so I said both. Epic episode. <laughs> it's awesome episode. All those great things. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We hope this episode brought a smile to your face, some extra magic to your day, and that very important sprinkle of pixie dust to your week. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, See you real soon. gentlemen, please collect your belongings, watch your head and step, and take small children by the hand.